this is it. Chiefs are getting players back as they get ready for the Raiders and getting back on track, headed for the playoffs today on Locked On Chiefs. From the land of the free and the home of the Chiefs, this is the Locked On Chiefs podcast. Welcome back, friends and neighbors. A special week. It is Christmas week, and you're going to see a special game from the Kansas City Chiefs. We're running it down. We're going to give you our preview coming up next time. But today, the Chiefs are getting some players back. We're going to give you all the angles today on towards building that momentum. We're brought to you today by Prize Picks. And you want to make sure you get in the action. The most exciting and easiest way to do it is at prizepicks.com slash locked on NFL and use our code locked on NFL, all lowercase. That's going to get you a hundred dollar deposit match right now at prize picks. We have a ton coming for you. Make sure you like, sub, and hit the bell here on YouTube where you can find the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day for free on every platform, starting with YouTube, and then going after you subscribe to that, after you like this video, and after you hit the bell to make sure you get the notifications, you can go over to Spotify, you can go over to Apple, you can hit any audio platform for podcasts out there, and you will find us for free every day, all the time, and even twice on Sunday sometimes. It depends on the day. lot to go over here as the Chiefs get ready to make that postseason push towards the end of the season. They're getting a couple players back, guys that can make an impact. There's a special challenge about playing on, on a Christmas Day game, and there's also the added incentive to build that momentum. We're going to cover all those topics today. He's Chris Clark from ChiefsCorner.com, where you can get all the information about quarterback stats, the cap, everything you want to know. And you can find me at Rogue Analytics and Performance Consulting, NFL33.com and RGR Football. We've been covering this team together for going on seven years now. And uh, if you guys don't know us, it's been a lot of fun. I come from a strength and conditioning background in coaching. Chris comes from the analytical side. We try to give you all the angles, and that starts today by the fact there are a couple aspects of this team that are getting healthier, and they include a couple key positions. Most importantly for me is the running back, and that Isaiah Pacheco should be available for this ballgame. Andrew Reed has said so. I think I'm looking forward to using the ground and pound maybe more than we've seen in this era in Kansas City and using it to full effect. Do you think that's the direction they're leaning? Doubtful, <laughs> just because that's not what Andy <laughs> Reid does, generally speaking, but uh, definitely something to watch. I'm curious to see what they do. Uh, Pacheco did practice, so that's a positive. Uh, they said last week they thought he would play this week, so still expecting that, or maybe that was earlier this week, they thought he would play this week, so I think that's probably the direction it's headed. Uh, but obviously that can change, and we'll see You know, after practice today and after practice tomorrow, uh, and we are recording this on Thursday, and they will practice Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, so it's a little bit different this week. Uh, it's possible Pacheco could do something and maybe they will hold him out. I'm not saying that we know that that's going to be the case, just saying it's possible uh, since this is the first practice of the week and we don't know how he's going to respond. Uh, so a lot to watch there. It also sounds like Donovan Smith is back. Uh, Nick Bolton and I believe Cam Jones are out ill, so there's a little bit of an issue there. Uh, I don't think that's going to be a big issue for him long-term, obviously, or for this game. Uh, and the other news is uh, McCall Hardman is – returning to practice this week yeah please somebody take the clorox wipes to the running back room here before things get dire um and I, i'm sorry the linebacker room uh with the the running backs coming back I, I i feel like there's balance there but the thing that's the x factor you just mentioned and i think that can take this this offense up a notch hard to put a lot of expectation on mccall hardman but the fact that he's back and he's a guy that has been in the offense enough to know how to do maybe a little bit more than some of the issues we've seen with these wide receivers so far this season in being able to make side adjustments, being able to understand where Patrick wants you to be when he's seeing the defense. 
I think this is one of the things that I've been waiting to see if can he jump back into the mix and bring something. We know that the deep threats have been sidelined a little bit lately, and that's a nice way to put it. Where do you see McCall Hartman starting from? Quite frankly, that's the big question, and that's really hard to know. I, I think you look at this scenario and you look at what Hardman's going to have to do in this game, and or sorry, maybe not even this game, but for the Chiefs the rest of the season, it's questionable where they're going to get him involved. Uh, he wasn't getting a ton of snaps when he was healthy. Now he's not. Now he's not been healthy, so it's a question of how are they going to get him involved? They're also bringing back Justin Ross this week, so there's another question of another guy that you're going to be throwing into the offense to try to get snaps. Uh, and how many he's going to get, we don't know. Uh, but this is the time, you know, going up against the Raiders, going up against the Bengals next weekend, the, the Chargers the next week after that. This is the time to get some of those younger guys some snaps, see what they can do. Uh, you already know what you have in your in the guys that have been there for a while on MBS and Justin Watson. Uh, so I think that they could sprinkle some guys in, but how much they do is going to be a big question. And it's, you know, with a guy like Justin Ross who hasn't been here, is he ready to go? Is he going to you know be able to step right back into the offense like he was before? Uh, that's a question, and it's a, kind of the same thing with Gil Hardman. The difference with Hardman, though, is is that they have specific plays designed that he can run that he does well. Uh, and so, how is that going to play into the offensive game plan? Uh, and how much are they going to want to get him involved? And oh, and the other guy that mispracticed that I didn't mention earlier, sorry, is Kadarius Tony with a hip injury. And that's something I think we need to keep an eye on because mysteries do kind of grow out from the practice schedule, and we'll see what happens there. Uh, obviously, uh, with Sky Moore going to, to IR, there's some questions about that. But, folks, we are live for you multiple times per week, and we happen to be live now. And a couple of questions from the chat do revolve around Anthony Miller being signed to the, uh, I believe, practice squad. We'll see uh, how he reports tomorrow. But in terms of a prognosis there, uh, Anthony Miller's been, I, I would term it a journeyman in, in his position in this league. I don't anticipate him walking into any kind of role at this point. Uh, I think what we need to do is evaluate uh, what practice looks like. We'll hear from Matt Derrick coming up uh, later after the ball game, but also we should get a couple of reports before then. I don't have well, any expectations right now. Do you? I don't, but I think that we also need to use caution in that sense. Anthony Miller is, I mean, he is what you, you say he is. He's a journeyman. And the biggest thing that I don't want them doing is I don't want them throwing him out there uh, when he doesn't have any chemistry with Patrick at all. That's a, the worst situation that you could possibly have, have him get 10, 15 snaps and not be in the right place and screw up the offense even more than it's been. You need to make sure if the, if you're going to get him involved in the offense, if you're going to bring him up for game day, that you have a specific package that he knows by heart and that he can do. Uh, but again, that goes back to kind of what we've been talking about all, all season long. You have all these receivers that you're trying to get involved in the offense. It, I think, takes away from the ability to actually get things done offensively and to keep uh, – consistency i guess is maybe the best word for it on the field uh and, and i know that people are frustrated with mbs and, and justin watson but at least in that regard you kind of know whether they know where they're going to be and and whether or not they make plays is a whole different issue but being in the right spot is important in this offense because it can open up other players regardless of whether or not you're the one that's being targeted it, it certainly can and that's pretty much what has to happen especially when you're on uh, a challenge and, and this challenge is playing on, on a non-normal day uh, a noon game on Monday of all things on a holiday certainly changes some of the things what are the challenges for the players and the coaches to be able to do that whether it's a, a new wide receiver or, or someone returning to the roster we're going to get to that coming up next
Now, whether or not you're wanting to get some food for Christmas Day, uh, DoorDash might have something out there for you, but it might be a little bit more limited than normal. But DoorDash is absolutely the place to go for, especially for Sunday football games. If you're watching football on Sunday, watching different players uh, play for your fancy teams or just watching whatever is on national TV, uh, wait for it to go to timeout, order DoorDash, get it delivered to you. You can have your food while you're sitting there and watching the game, it is the absolute best way to do it. Whether it's pizza, wings, burgers, or whether or not you're wanting to go have your groceries delivered, you can have that done by DoorDash as well. Uh, score football season's best deals on groceries, restaurants, retail, and more. Get prepared before game day. Stock up on your favorite appetizers and all, order all your tailgate gear on DoorDash. Then get ready to watch your team win. Get 50% off up to a $10 value when you spend $15 or more on your first order. When you download the DoorDash app and enter code LOCKED23, that's 50% off up to a $10 value when you spend $15 or more on your first order. When you download the DoorDash app and enter code LOCKED23, subject to change, terms do apply. Now, this is kind of a fun week. It's definitely different, uh, despite the players getting back on the field, and, and we'll see and have more about that as we get closer to game time. Uh, the challenge for me is focus. This is something this team has struggled with all season long, and it only makes things harder when you have possibly family in town. You certainly have a lot of other responsibilities going on in what you're doing, but it's about making sure, especially for how young this roster is, that it's Job number one gets done, and that is focus on your role in this particular game plan. Uh, it it makes me feel fairly confident that because of the, the opponent that they have, and we're going to run down everything about the Raiders coming up uh, for our pregame show that you will see coming soon. I, it's kind of lucky. Um, I, I don't, just for a preview of what we'll talk about in the next episode, folks, I, I don't think that the uh, – the aberration that you saw of 63 points out of the uh, Las Vegas Raiders is something the Chiefs are going to have to deal with, to tell you the truth. But it, it does give well, you an idea that a possibility is still out there. I I would almost argue that I don't really think there's a great possibility of it. Because I think when you go back and watch that game, I think you look at a Chargers team that mostly gave up. And at that point, it completely changes how you play the game. It completely changes uh, everything that's going on. So if you basically give up and you're not really playing hard and you're not really playing to win, you're going to have those types of games and the other team is going to benefit from them. And the Raiders are one of those teams that benefit, benefited from it. The one thing I will say, when you start looking at this Christmas game and how it is going to affect things and how it's going to be different and it's going to look different, it's going to be harder in my mind for the Chiefs than it will be the Raiders. And I say that because Kansas City is going to be in town. Kansas City is going to be able to do Christmas things before Christmas. Uh, and, you know, that is going to be, and, and I <laughs> I don't want to sound like a Scrooge, but you're taking away from preparation. And the reality is, is you can get distracted by that and you may not show up with the same focus that you would otherwise. When you look at the Raiders side, they're going to be away from their families. They're not going to have an opportunity to do that. They're going to be, you know, having to celebrate everything after after the fact or way beforehand. And they're going to be focused because they have to travel. They have to be, and I, I would imagine Kansas City is going to stay at a hotel the night before uh, to try to get some kind of you know clarity and some normalness to this game. Uh, but it's going to be a different situation. I think that can make it harder for Kansas City than it would the Raiders. 
Christmas Eve in a hotel room is not fun for anybody. So I think both no. teams do face the, the similar challenge of staying focused. And I, I don't think it's going to be a motivational problem, but I do think making sure that you are consistently prepared to do your job on a special day like that is adds another layer of it. I think for the Chiefs, it's an opportunity to once again raise the hand and say, yes, we've struggled, but hey, this is a special team. We have special capabilities in some of our positional groups. Go out there and prove it. Yeah, and you're in a position where right now you are going to be the national game. You are going to be the only game on that day, and that could give them a little bit extra you know, for this game. That could give the Raiders a little bit extra for this game. So that's something you also have to take in, into account is you are the – you know, you're. This is basically another primetime game. It's not labeled a primetime game, but it is a primetime game because you are going to be the only game out there. Yeah, it's going to be uh, scotch tape and ripped up wrapping paper in the Kansas City Chiefs on your local yep. television. Uh, that provides an opportunity, and I again with this roster being so young, we've seen Rasheed Rice come on in particular. We know what the question marks are at wide receiver. It's about I think circling the wagons. And making sure that you go out and you put your product on the field as the best that you can and take that as another opportunity to send a message to the rest of the league as well on a day where everyone isn't waiting to play an afternoon game after you conclude. It is, hey, yeah, we're still here. We might not be firing on all cylinders, but we're still here and you're still going to have to contend with us. I think that's an important message to send out to the rest of the NFL right now if you are this team. And that goes a long way in providing yourself a little bit of self-confidence and a little bit of blow up yourself. Well, and the other reality of this is, is that you have three games left in the season. Uh, you technically have the ability to get the number one seed right now. Uh, there are chances that you could get the number one seed. You'll know by the time you play how likely that is because the Ravens will have already played the 49ers. And if the Ravens lose to the 49ers, which I kind of would expect to happen, then I think that you have a much better opportunity to get the number one seed uh, than any other chance. So at that point, you're hoping for a – uh, a Ravens loss and a Dolphins loss uh, that could play into how much you're going to be able to focus. Well, it shouldn't play into it, but it could play into, you know, the focus going into this game. But the other side of it is the Raiders are a team that are three and three under their new coach. They're going to want this game. Antonio Pierce wants this game because he wants it on his resume. He beat the chiefs. He wants a chance to, to get the head coaching job in 2024. And winning this game would go a long way in, in that regard. I think for him to be able to do that. And, you look at what this game means for Kansas City. Yeah, okay. The other thing we haven't discussed, if they win this game, they clinch the division for the eighth straight year. That alone should be giving you enough focus and enough that you want to be playing for. Because, and I said this on the crossover with Q, as weird as it sounds to say and as different as it really kind of seems to be when you say this, Kansas City still has everything in front of them that they want. They still have the ability to be the number one seed. They have the ability to, to do the first thing on their list, which is win the division for the eighth straight season. If they do that, then they have the ability to go to the Super Bowl uh, and host playoff games, and maybe they'll be the one seed. That's something that they have a lot to play for. It's a lot to play for, and you have to have a way to get there. You have to have the momentum going in. How do they build that in this ballgame? That's what we're coming to next here on the Locked On Podcast Network. We know you want to get into the action. The easiest and simplest way to do it, and honestly the most fun, is to go to prizepicks.com because they are the biggest platform for daily fantasy sports in North America. It's fun, it's super exciting, and it takes the guessing out 
of what you're trying to do to get your money in the action. Get in the game yourself. They make it simple. Their whole philosophy is we're going to give you a number. You're going to choose either lower or higher, and that's that. Do you think Travis Kelsey hit 75 yards in this coming ballgame? Do you think that because of that, Patrick Mahomes goes over 300? Do you think that it's Pacheco with two touchdowns? There are all these things that you can put on their line. You put two to six of those entries together, and you can get your money in in less than 60 seconds. It allows you to play all kinds of games. Football, obviously. Right now, basketball is getting in the swing as well. You can bet three-pointers, uh, number of combos that can go across both sports. That's a really interesting aspect of it that you want to check out as well. And they even have a reboot policy for just those two sports. If you have a player that starts the ball game and gets hurt in the first half, they will reboot you for the second half. You don't have the penalty there. PrizePix is the only daily fantasy sports platform that will allow that right now as an insurance policy. And it makes life super simple to get in that action. Like I said, 60 seconds to get in at prizepicks.com slash NFL, And then that code is NFL, all lowercase. That'll get you a first deposit match up to $100. So you put $100 in, you get $100 on top of it. It's at prizepicks.com slash NFL with our code NFL, And it's only at prizepicks. Daily fantasy sports made easy. It takes a number of things to get going into uh, a ball game, especially on a challenging week like this. And you mentioned Antonio Pierce's motivation. We'll talk more about that uh, in the next episode as we prep you for this Christmas Day game. But this is an opportunity for the Chiefs to not just do what they need to do and take care of, of business in the division. It's about sending a message, not to the, the rest of the world, as we talked about last time, but to the inside of that locker room that, yes, they can still get this done and they can build on this momentum. They got right, uh, got off this night against the Patriots. Now it's about going to the Raiders and making a statement to yourselves, to the rest of the guys in the locker room, that we will adapt and overcome what we need to in order to make it to the next stage. I think that's the most important thing. How they do that is just by doing their job. For me, whatever that job happens to be from the coaching staff, what would you like to see happen? Man, there's so many things I want to see happen. And, and really quick, I do apologize. I've read the schedule wrong. Baltimore and San Francisco plays Monday night. That's my apologies on that. So. Uh, sorry about that. Uh, you were correct. They play after the Chiefs game, so they're not going to know the the ending of that game. So my apologies. You know, when you look at this, what I want to see is I want to see Kansas City find somebody that can be wide receiver three or not necessarily wide receiver three, pass catcher three or pass catcher four. Uh, and what I mean by that is Rasheed Rice is obviously a guy that is going to continue to play and probably be wide receiver one, uh, maybe even pass catcher one. Uh, depending on matchups and how teams defend him, it, it really seems that they've gone that direction the past couple of weeks. Uh, and, and Travis Kelsey is probably going to be one or two. So who can be that third guy that steps up? Are you going to give a chance to Noah Gray to be on the field a little bit more? Maybe he gets four or five targets, uh, and, and maybe you give him the ability to change the way this offense looks a little bit. But the other side of it is, obviously, MBS and, and Justin Watson, you kind of know what you already have with them. Justin Ross is a question mark. You saw what he was able to do a little early on in the season, but he hasn't been very productive. Uh, but you have to find those pass catchers. You have to find somebody that can be that third or fourth guy because if you have only two guys that they can double, you're going to be in trouble regardless of who you're playing. Yeah, it it makes it that much harder if you're in that kind of position. Now we're going to talk about specific matchups coming up um, for the pregame show, but – what it comes to me is, is keeping it simple and allowing guys to be in position to do what they do well. 
it happens on both sides of the of the ball to tell you the truth like you said the wide receivers need some of that uh to, to maybe force some of those defensive adjustments but the defense needs it as well in particular i think the one thing that we've seen uh the patriots attack as they should and i think that will be similar to what the Raiders want to try to do. We'll talk about that Monday, but I want to see Chamari Carr be a little bit more all over the place. He has the versatility that the Chiefs covet, and they've been a little bit cautious with this deploying him in different situations. I think this is an opponent in which you can afford to gamble with Connor in particular and kind of move him around a bit, give him a little bit of taste of everything so that you can see him take the next step forward. The absence of Brian Cook, I think, is significant, and I think he's a guy who may be able to fill that void in some ways. There's no better chance, in my opinion, to take that risk now and let him do a couple new things. Well, and that's the big question, and, and that was one thing I talked about on the crossover, is with Edwards back there, if he's your last line of defense, you're really putting yourself that, to be vulnerable against any team, but specifically the Raiders. I mean, you have Devontae Adams who can beat you deep. Uh, they had a guy in Tucker that stepped up last week that it has a lot of speed. Uh, and this passing game, while it hasn't been great because of Aiden O'Connell at times, they do have weapons, and you have to be concerned about that. One of the things I'm really curious, and, and what I want to see, is I want to see Kansas City stop the run because if Josh Jacobs plays in this game like it sounds like he's going to and they get him involved as they usually try to do, the Chiefs are going to have a battle on their hands because it's going to become a situation where the Raiders can both run and pass, and that's a problem. And that comes back to what we talked about earlier in the show with a, a little bit of illness in the linebacker room right now. That is a concern because if you are Antonio Pierce and you want to just keep it simple and not shoot yourself in the foot, you want to run the ball, especially if you feel like you might have an advantage at the second level of the Chiefs defense. So I expect that to be part of their game plan. Yeah, and the question is, is, is Mike Pinnell going to be another guy who's going to be active this week? Is that going to be another way they're going to go and try to use him this week and try to get a little bit more uh, you know, girth in the middle of the field and, and try to stop the run because I do think that's going to be important in this game. Uh, if you stop Josh Jacobs and and at least get him to a point where he's not running for 100 yards in the game, it's going to help you with both the pass and the run. Uh, Aiden O'Connell hasn't been great, but if you give him a running game to where you have to contend with the weapons he has plus the running game, I do think that, that the Chiefs will struggle with that uh, and they would allow more points than most of the time I would assume that they normally would. I would hope so. We're going to see what they get ready for. How do they choose to attack the Raiders? We will lay all of that out come the pregame show. So make sure you're with us. If you are not a subscriber to this channel yet, go ahead and hit that right now. Subscribe, hit the like on this guy, and then hit the bell as well. We're on all the audio platforms. You can always find us there, and you can find us at the text line at 816-357-8781. Should anything pop up, uh, that's where you'll hear from us first, but you'll always have the show here. I'm pretty excited about it. I hope that you guys are ready uh, to wrap up your Christmas prep, because I certainly am. Really quick, it just literally came out as we were finishing up this recording, the practice report for the Chiefs. Guys that were out. Ah, this one I did not know. Uh, Nick Bolton was out. Chris Jones was out. Jarek McKinnon and Kadarius Toney. Uh, Nick Bolton is had illness. Uh, Chris Jones, they're saying illness. Uh, groin with McKinnon and hip with Tony. Cole Hardman was limited. Donovan Smith was limited. Uh, and then the rest of the people on the injury report are full practices. And Travis Kelsey, Juan e. Morris, Isaiah Pacheco, Justin Reed, Rasheed Rice, Trey Smith, and Legereus Need. That is a long list. Uh, and the you know the Raiders have a, a pretty decently long list as well. So, uh, but 
I don't think that there's anything on there that really scares me. Uh, they didn't practice Jacobs today. Um, Crosby didn't practice, but I think that's more of just trying to get him rest. I, I agree. Um, the other one that stands out to me is uh, I do think that they might attempt to use uh, Michael Mayer in a similar way as what we saw the Patriots use Hunter Henry. So he did not practice today as well. That yep. is a, a step that the Chiefs need to keep an eye on. Yeah, and Colton Miller looks like he could also be back for this game. He did practice at least limited, so that's something to, to watch as well. Uh, a lot of guys that are injured on both teams, uh, but hopefully they can have a little bit more time off and they will be good to go for the game. Absolutely. Now, Sunday night, the Monday show will come out so we can prep you for that game. Obviously, we'll try to get to you as, as early as we can so you have time on Christmas Eve to, to give it a listen. Make sure that you're subscribed here and on the audio platforms and hit that text line if you want in on the information. We hope that your uh, Christmas prep is going well. Uh, mine's about to wrap up as well. So thank you all for your attention and being with us today. A uh, lot of fun this time of year. Raiders on Christmas. Who knew that was coming? Always a good time. So be prepared. Be ready. Thanks for being with us today. And we'll talk to you next time.